0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Apply's Job Bytes. We're a podcast that covers jobs, job searching, the job application process, career growth and development, and almost everything in between. Our show is sponsored by apply.io, the free browser extension that helps you apply to jobs with a single click and writes really good cover letters for you using AI. We hope you enjoy the show. Rock and roll, Uh, let's do it. Yeah, so hello and welcome to another episode of Applies Job Bytes. I'm Jean, your host, uh, and with me today is Brian Daniel. Brian, delighted to have you on the show with us. Thanks for having me, appreciate it. So Brian Daniel, if you allow me to introduce you, um, you're a former executive to celebrities, billionaires, American aristocracy, and royal families. Wow, Brian is the founder and director of the Celebrity Personal Assistant Network, a headhunting firm for ultra high net worth families, Brian has appeared in various high profile media outlets worldwide and's been a featured writer on LinkedIn's pulse platform, appearing next to other influencers like richard branson I'm sure that uh, okay, this is going to be a good one clearly, and I'm sure there's a lot uh, there's a lot of questions that I have for you Daniel so I want to get right into it let's say they're getting the basics right and now they're doing you know they're customizing these applications and they're they're doing a fair amount of them I think where where they may run into a challenge is that it takes some time, right? It's still a competitive, it's still a competitive process, and if you if you're not immediately successful, there might be a temptation over time to start cutting corners. And that's where you start to copy paste, so you don't do as much customization. And then just because you didn't have immediate results, well, now you're you're actually kind of diminishing your chances by not sticking with a proven f- formula of doing that customization and you know giving each application that sort of special touch.
1: Yes, I absolutely agree. People become worn down. I have to say, though, from firsthand experience, when I was an executive personal assistant to VIPs, royal families, et cetera, I landed more than one dream job. We're talking ultra competitive positions, possibly the most competitive on earth. You know, when these celebrities and VIPs are looking to hire people, they could get a thousand or more resumes when they go through the recruiters or they place their own job ads. So regardless of your industry, first and foremost, what you need to do is stay dedicated to the process. If you are unemployed, and I know this might sound a little patronizing and it's an age old adage, but if you're unemployed, your new job is finding a new job. And that means eight hours a day. Of dedicated service to yourself to customize the resumes and the cover letters. So, how can you do that specifically? Scouring the job description, pulling off all the keywords, going back into your CV, doing the little tinkering with it. And then going to the website of the company and do your homework, scour Mm. the website, see what their philosophy is, what is their mission statement, what is the company culture, and then in your cover letter, you prove to them that you're worthy. You cite specific examples of how you meet the criteria. say, I can do this, I can do this, and I can do this. And you don't waste any time explaining things that they're not interested in. You uh, specifically cite your skills and and how it matches with the job description. And then you can give them examples. The general rule on a cover letter, you have to tell a story. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So, of course, you're going to introduce yourself to them and you have to have a hook right? Every great book and every great movie has a hook. So you have to say something to get their attention. So in a movie, what do they do? You know, they have a big explosion or something at the beginning and the James Bond, there's going to be a big chase. So you have to say something that's very compelling and interesting, but no cliches. Then you'll cite some specific examples in the
0: body of the letter explaining why you're a fit, and then at the end, you sum it all up. I'm in complete agreement with you. I'm, I'm also a, a big advocate for cover letters, and and I love the way that you, I mean, it's about the narrative, but I think the way that you, you've summarized what value can deliver to the process, I mean... From my experience there were there were CVs that I'd look at from people that applied to a position in one of my old companies and looking at the CV I might not have been interested in speaking to the person but when I saw the accompanying cover letter and I read through that narrative suddenly I'm seeing that explosion I'm understanding you know what you know what what this person is bringing to the table what is the story as to why they're interested and that counts especially for I mean for small and large organizations alike it counts for a lot to have someone that's interested and it's also, it's a proof of work, right? That's right. You bring up a very good point
1: because time and again, I'm reading these articles from subject matter experts. I read blogs from HR managers. You see the articles in Entrepreneur and Forbes and the theme is the same. And that is employers want people who can write. So assuming you've polished your resume, a lot of people haven't, but assuming they have, The tried and true test is the cover letter, isn't it? Because they want people who can represent their company. You're going to have to be uh, writing emails to vendors. You're going to be forming partnerships. You're going to be talking to clients or customers. And they want people who can write. And the cover letter demonstrates your ability to do that. Now, the biggest problem that I see as a recruiter is that candidates are not very good at marketing themselves. I started my recruiting business in 2007 and I would get these resumes and I'd look at who they had worked for and I thought, wow, that is really terrific. But then what happened over time is you'd start seeing gaps on the resume. You'd see 10 years that are very short, one year or Mm. two years. And what happened is when the market became very hyper competitive, the people just couldn't stand out from the crowd because the volume is so high. So what I tell my candidates when I'm coaching them, is that you need to have a 360-degree perspective. Every single interaction you have with the employer has to count. So that starts, of course, first and foremost with your resume and your cover letter, but also your LinkedIn profile and your online presence, your digital presence. So I've been in situations where I received resumes and someone was unemployed for a year and a half, but they had really outstanding experience on their resume and I thought it just doesn't make sense and then you google your name their name and then it becomes very clear they're posting controversial things on their Facebook they have pictures of themselves on a table in Las Vegas you know doing a (laughs) a beer bong or something
0: yeah I I made sure to delete all of my photos like that a long time ago (laughs) it's really
1: shocking so again, yeah. in this hyper-competitive job market, you have to be concerned about your personal brand. And your personal brand is how you're perceived by the public and especially by their employers. Every single interaction you have with the employer is making an impression. It is statistically proven that about 93% of employers are going to check your social media presence at some point. And they're usually going to do it sooner than later because they don't want to invest any time in the candidate if the person is not going to be eligible for employment because if they can't represent themselves well on social media the employers feel that the person might not be a cultural fit for their company
0: and i think that is something that people may not have yet quite figured out they think you know uh, this employer's not going to look up my instagram or my facebook it's just so easy for them to find that really all they need to do is google your name and instagram will sometimes rank even higher than LinkedIn. That's right. It's actually extremely easy for them to find. They literally just need to write two words, your first name, your last name, and Google. Right. There is some controversy surrounding
1: this because some job seekers say that the employer doesn't have a right to pry into their personal lives. But one thing we can say for certain is that in the past, we've seen these hundreds of articles fired over Facebook posts and so forth because people often are representing the company directly or indirectly because on their Facebook profiles, it says where they work, for instance. And so some employers are even requiring applicants to give their Facebook passwords. This is very controversial and people dispute the legality of it even though you put your profile on private you still might not be safe because they might ask for your password it's not common but some employers are doing it if you're going to be working for a high profile company fortune 100 for example or you're going to be in my line of work where you're going to be working with ultra high net worth individuals or royal families they are going to do a very robust 360-degree check on you if it's you're interesting looking.
0: That uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought of, and that does make sense, I suppose. If if anyone were to ask, where you you start to have a lot of considerations around reputation management and. Uh, reputation by proxy. Uh, I could understand how, in in very important, close circles of ultra high net worth families and, and and so on, that yeah, it might be that's a deal breaker. You got to give us access. We we need control of that because we can't we can't risk someone so closely associated doing a mishap or a slip up. Right. So it's standard operating procedure
1: now when you're applying for jobs. When you click that little box at the end, you're basically giving them permission to do a lot. They're going to verify your former employment. And if you're going to be in a position of responsibility, you're going to be making financial decisions for the company. They're often going to be checking your financial background. They're going to run a background check on you. They might do a driving record review. Certainly in my business, people are actually hiring third-party private investigators to do very deep checks. Hmm. So from the very beginning of their careers, people have to understand that we live in a completely different world now. And you have to be in control of your brand and thinking about reputation management. It's very important. So I encourage people to scour Google, manage their reputations, try to take control of any mistakes that they've made. And certainly, especially
0: during the application process, you want all of your profiles set to private. Well, Brian, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was an absolute goldmine of, of advice and insight for our listeners. I'm sure they'll, they'll appreciate it, uh, and we certainly do. Thank you so much for having me on anytime. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. For any feedback, requests, or suggestions of things that we should include on upcoming shows, please drop us a line at contact at apply.io. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Single click, start, and track Your applications never write a cover letter again